December 23rd. So it is true. I was reserved for something wonderful in this world. I have at last found that after which my soul has been straining. Ambition, love of art, love of Italy, these things which have occupied my spirit and have yet left me continually unsatisfied, these were none of them my real destiny. I have sought for life, thirsting for it as a man in the desert thirsts for a well. But the life of the senses of other youths, the life of the intellect of other men, have never slaked that thirst. Shall life for me mean the love of a dead woman? We smile at what we choose to call the superstition of the past, forgetting that all our vaunted science of today may seem just such another superstition to the men of the future, but why should the present be right and the past wrong? The men who painted the pictures and built the palaces of 300 years ago were certainly of as delicate fiber, of as keen reason as ourselves who merely print calico and build locomotives. What makes me think this is that I have been calculating my nativity by help of an old book belonging to Sora Azdrubale. And see, my horoscope tallies almost exactly with that of Medea de Carpi as given by a chronicler. May this explain? No. No, all is explained by the fact that the first time I read of this woman's career, the first time I saw her portrait, I loved her, though I hid my love to myself in the garb of historical interest. (laughs) Historical interest, indeed. I've got the hatchet and the saw. I bought the saw off a poor joiner in a village some miles off. He did not understand at first what I meant, and I think... He thought me mad. Perhaps I am. But if madness means the happiness of one's life, what of it? The hatchet I saw lying in a timber yard where they prepare the great trunks of the fir trees which grow high on the Apennines of Santelmo. There was no one in the yard, and I could not resist the temptation. I handled the thing, tried its edge, and stole it. This is the first time in my life that I have been a thief. Why did I not go into a shop and buy a hatchet? I don't know. I seemed unable to resist the sight of the shining blade. What I am going to do is, I suppose, an act of vandalism, and certainly I have no right to spoil the property of this city of Urbania, but I wish no harm either to the statue or the city. If I could plaster up the bronze, I would do so willingly. But I must obey her. I must avenge her. I must get at that silver image which Robert of Montmerlo had made and consecrated in order that his cowardly soul might sleep in peace and not encounter that of the being whom he dreaded most in the world. (laughs) Duke Robert, you forced her to die unshriven and you stuck the image of your soul into the image of your body, thinking thereby that while she suffered the tortures of hell, you would rest in peace until your well-scoured little soul might fly straight up to paradise. You were afraid of her when both of you should be dead and thought yourself very clever to have prepared for all emergencies. (laughs) Not so, Serene Highness. You too shall taste what it is to wander after death and to meet the dead whom one has injured. (sighs) What an interminable day. But I shall see her again tonight.
11 o'clock. No. The church was fast closed. The spell was ceased. Until tomorrow, I shall not see her. But tomorrow, oh, Medea, did any of thy lovers love thee as I do? 24 hours more till the moment of happiness. The moment for which I seem to have been waiting all my life. And after that, what next? Yes, I see it plainer every minute. After that, nothing more. All those who loved Medea de Carpi, who loved and who served her, died. Giovan Francesco Pico, her first husband, whom she stabbed in the castle from which she fled. Stimiliano, who died of poison. The groom, who gave him the poison, cut down by her orders. Oliverato de Narni, Marcantonio Frangipani, and that poor boy of the Ordolafi who had never even looked upon her face and whose only reward was that handkerchief with which the hangman wiped the sweat off his face when he was one mass of broken limbs and torn flesh. All had to die, and I shall die also. The love of such a woman is enough and is fatal. Amor dure, as her device says. I shall die also. But why not? Would it be possible to live in order to love another woman? Nay. Would it be possible to drag on a life like this one after the happiness of tomorrow? Impossible. The others died, and I must die. I always felt that I should not live long. A gypsy in Poland told me once that I had in my hand the cut line which signifies a violent death. I might have ended in a duel with some brother student or in a railway accident. No, no, my death will not be of that sort. Death. And is not she also dead? What strange vistas does such a thought not open? Then the others, Pico, the groom, Stimiliano, Oliverato, Frangipani, Principal Daly, Ordolafi, will they all be there? But she shall love me best. Me, by whom she has been loved after she has been three hundred years in the grave.